Welcome to the Sufficiently Social Podcast, your ultimate guide to all things social media and digital marketing, made exclusively for women entrepreneurs and creators. I'm your host, Alicia Noel, a corporate marketing pro turned six-figure entrepreneur. Join me as we unlock the potential of organic marketing through the magic of storytelling and captivating visuals. Get ready to empower your journey with the knowledge, tools, and insights to thrive in the dynamic world of social media and organic digital marketing. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur or a seasoned creator, the Sufficiently Social Podcast is your compass to stand out, thrive, and conquer the online realm. Okay, sis, are you ready to get sufficient? Welcome back to another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Noel, and today's topic is one that really, really lights me on fire, and that is, should you have a Facebook group? We all know that if you hop on Facebook right now, your feed is probably comprised of a lot of ads, but also a lot of group posts, meaning if you go to join a group today, that group is going to show up in your feed. And so as business owners, brands, no matter if you're a content creator looking to give people tips on their fashions, tips on how to live their life as a mom, Facebook groups are very, very prevalent. And I want you to really quickly understand that Facebook has been pushing community for about the past four years. It has been one of their main focuses is around community. And that is why Facebook groups show up in your feed a lot more than an post from someone you follow. I know it can be a little annoying, but I want to quickly break down the differences. So on Facebook, you have personal profiles. That's what you have to have to even be on Facebook to run a business account, a page, a group, etc. You have to have a personal profile on Facebook. This allows for you to connect with friends. You can also set your page to public and people can follow you. But In general, you want to have a personal profile. Now, your pages, this is what your business or brand is connected to. And just in case, as an FYI, if you plan to work with brand partners or something on that level, you have to have an Instagram account connected to a business Facebook page. That is the only way for you to link to their platforms. So if you've run into issues in the past about getting connected, that is why. And then, of course, what we're talking about today are groups. Facebook groups are this plethora of knowledge and information on any given topic that you want. This means you could have a group about peanut allergies. You could have a group about vitamins for women. You could have a group literally on any topic that you want, as long as you don't violate community standards of Facebook. And so that is why people really seem to come together in groups because they can focus on the topic that they really want. I cannot tell you the number of groups I'm in, but it goes as far as women in marketing, women in marketing in Atlanta, business owner groups, to things for my kids when they were going through how to baby led wean and all of the different things that Facebook groups can provide you. And so now I want you to be thinking about why you might start a Facebook group. So you're in all these groups and you see the type of information being shared and you're wondering like, how can I make this my own thing? And so if you're ready to truly start a community, and I don't mean you're starting something that you're just going to sell to people. I mean, you want to start a community where people talk deeper about the topic that you want 
to talk about, then a Facebook group might be the right avenue for you. This allows for you to engage your audience on a more personal level. We know that people will comment on things on Instagram. There's sometimes DM us, but you're able to have more deeper conversations when you're in a Facebook group because people are more likely to share there. It also allows for you to get that feedback and also generate content ideas. So if you have a Facebook group that is titled, you know, fertility issues for minority women, and all of a sudden you have all of these women that are joining, they're asking questions in the group. And that allows for you to then use their questions to create more content for your other social media channels. Because what you're going to do is take the question that they ask and formulate the right answer in a way that other people can benefit from it as well. And so that is a great way to get new content ideas when you're stuck and when you're not seeing the success that you want to see in the content that you're doing. And you're doing it in a way that doesn't feel spammy, that doesn't feel, tell me what you need to know about. It's literally just seeing what women are asking questions about or men, whatever your group topic is. Maybe you're a black male and you create, you know, fashion ideas for men in their 40s. Whatever it may be, whatever your topic is, you want to see what their questions are or what they really like. Maybe you share something in the group, they really like it. That tells you it might perform well on your other social channels. So just giving you some tips on, you know, why you might consider starting the group. Now, before you go starting a group, join some Facebook groups. I need you to see what successful Facebook groups are doing. Now, as a business, you want to make sure that you join groups that are actually showcasing their business, but they're doing it in a way that engages their audience. So I will tell you one of the groups that I'm in is based on Canva. And Canva actually runs the group and they have moderators throughout the group to help. But they will do challenges each month where you could win Canva memberships. They will showcase their new products and things that are launching in there. They also, of course, ask for feedback. They do have like a channel that they route you through. And they also limit posts, meaning that you can post in the group, but they will moderate it before it goes up. And if it's something that doesn't follow their guidelines, they won't allow it to be posted. They also offer exclusive deals to those that are in the group, which I think is really important as a brand or business is if you're going to have people here, you're going to be able to give them something special, something that they don't just get from any of your other social channels, because this is the place you want them to engage and you want them to show up and be present there. And what you don't want is your business Facebook group to literally sell to people all the time. They get aggravated, they leave, and they're not getting any value. So the same way I tell you guys to make your content valuable, you also want to make your Facebook group valuable. You also have these interest-based Facebook groups, meaning it's a, a hobby, some kind of supportive group, and maybe it's an active community. And so I've been in these, whether it was running groups, or maybe, like I said, the mom groups that I'm in, all of those hobby and interest groups perform really well. And it's also a really good way for you as a brand, I mean, this is specifically talking about brands right this moment, to be able to grow a deeper community that might be willing to buy products or services from you later. So I think about those brands and services that are like organization groups, those types of, of businesses 
but they are brands, they can tell people little tips and tricks inside of the Facebook group. And maybe they don't live in their area, so they can't come organize their closets, but maybe they offer a workshop specifically to this group. Or maybe they do a four-week, you know, here is how you declutter your home in four weeks. And every day there's a prompt going up. But this interest-based group really puts people together that are focusing on the same thing at the same time. If you have been a part of my Reels Challenge, we've had one in February and October of 2023, those challenges are hosted inside of a Facebook group because we're all focused on the same interest for that 30 to 31 day period. And it's really, really good to see how the group comes together and supports each other. We foster really deep conversations inside of that group about real. So lots of fun. And if you're new listening to the podcast, stay tuned. The challenge will be back in February of 2024. Also, I really, really love how local communities utilize Facebook groups. And so maybe you're a mom and you're like, there's no group for moms in my area. Great opportunity to create one. Mom groups are probably my favorite when I have questions about things that I'm looking for in my community, whether it's a new doctor or a dentist for kids. I love utilizing Facebook groups to be able to truly pick up and understand what other moms are doing. Because let's be honest, some of the best recommendations comes from other people who are also using them. We also have uh, here in Columbus, Columbus, Georgia foodies group. And I love that group. I also hate that group. They're always posting the best food from around the city and it really makes me hungry. But it's also great promotion for other businesses. So business owners, this doesn't mean you can't join a group, join groups and promote your products and services when allowed. Be very careful not to promote and overutilize groups that aren't intended for you to promote in. And so those are just how some successful Facebook groups are performing. Now, I don't want you to think a Facebook group is this easy thing that you put together and all of a sudden it's boom, it's out there, it's ready. There are lots of challenges to Facebook groups as well. A lot of it is the inevitable spam post. They are going to happen. I don't care how good you are at monitoring your Facebook group. Some way, somehow a bot gets in there and then they start commenting things. Now, Facebook has made it really good to turn on spam filters. However, this could prevent some of your people who are not spam from comments not being approved. So make sure that you're checking your spam filters regularly in your Facebook group and make sure that if it is spam, you get the person removed. But if it's not, that you give them permission to post. You wouldn't want someone to be in the group and not be able to post. You also need moderation. So this means that you as the business owner or brand probably is not the only person that's working inside of the Facebook group. And I know for sure that that's a hard thing for you to think about, but who is it that you can trust that can be a moderator, depending on what the topic is? You may even have a small group and just see who's the most active and then ask them about being a moderator and maybe you do something special for them, whether it's monetary payment or access to something a little bit deeper And so think about having those moderators in place who can truly show up and make sure that your group is being ran appropriately. And then also engagement. It happens, you start a Facebook group and you're all excited and you're like, I have all these things planned out and then boom, life happens and you go dead in your Facebook group for months, maybe even years. And now you're trying to rekindle the flame. Let me tell you, because I'm going through something very similar. It is okay to just be honest and say, hey guys, 
we're shifting the vision of this group to X, Y, and Z. I would love for you to stay. However, if this topic doesn't interest you anymore, it's totally okay if you leave the group. Give them that ownership and flexibility because you want to, when you are starting a group, be very engaged. And if you're trying to get the flame lit back up and re-engage the community, there are going to be some people there who no longer want to be there. And that is okay. You need to start by getting new people in and really creating and fostering a community where they can talk and where there are posts going up regularly. That may be every other day, that may be weekly, but there needs to be something happening inside of the Facebook group for it to be successful. Ideally, every day. I'm just going to be honest. Facebook groups that are seeing good traction have multiple posts going up a day, and that allows for that conversation and communication and engagement to grow. So this is also a reason why you need moderators because you want your people inside of the community to be able to post, ask their questions, share their wins, and things like that will help it grow as well. Now, if you are getting ready to create this successful Facebook group, here are some things that I think you really need to focus on. The very first thing is that you have a clear purpose and guideline. You need to make sure the title of your group is something people will be searching for. So for instance, you don't want to make this long drawn out name that no one is searching for. Like, let's just say mind, body, soul, blah, 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 blah. You don't want to do that. You instead want to focus on yoga for women in their 30s and 40s. You want to be very specific about what your group is about. You want to make sure that it is aimed to grow and to be searchable. We know that people use Facebook search all the time. And so if your topic is something like investing as a millennial or something along those lines, then I know you're like, oh, someone already has that group. Add in an extra word. First off, you are the owner, so it's going to be different. It's okay if your name is similar, but make sure that your name is searchable and then define exactly what the group is going to be about and what it's not going to be. So for instance, with my Facebook group that I'm revamping, it's content and design tips for the busy entrepreneur. And it is going to be tips and, you know, little features that I use, but it is not going to be, this is where you come to ask all your questions and get them answered. That's what I do in the society. I will provide tips. There will be engagement, but there will not be the exclusive things that I do for women in the society. So make sure you kind of give them that notice that there are some things that they won't be getting as well. Also make sure that you have the active moderation that we were just talking about. When you appoint these trusted members as moderators, make sure that they're also informed on your rules and guidelines, that they're not taking down things that shouldn't be taken down. I am a person who allows for links to be shared in my group, especially on certain days. And I think it's super important that your moderators understand that as well. Also make sure that the content you put inside of your Facebook group is actually engaging. I hate to join a group and all that's in there is the things that they post already on Instagram. Your content inside of your Facebook group should be something unique and different, and it should be something that makes me want to stay inside of the group. Whether it's polls, whether it's days where you have Q&A, whether it's days to promote or themed days, I think engaging content really goes a long way inside of a Facebook group. And of course, the exclusivity. You want to offer content that they're not going to get somewhere else. So you may do pop-up lives inside of your Facebook group. You may share, you know, wins specifically that your Facebook group can grow from and tell them how you were able to do it. 
So for instance, I've shared in Facebook groups how I edit my videos in CapCut specifically so they can see that little distinction that makes it unique. But whatever you're doing, make sure that you're offering content feels unique to the group. And then of course, promote your Facebook group on your other channels. Link it inside of your Instagram stories. Talk about it on your Facebook page, your personal page and your business page. But make sure that you're getting the promotion out there so that people understand why they're joining the group and they have a way to join it. So as this episode drops on November 1st, I will be relaunching my Facebook group. It's also linked below in the show notes if you'd like to come. But I want to really truly set the standards of what a Facebook group should be. And while mine has grown pretty well, I haven't done well at keeping it active due to other responsibilities. And now a year, December 1st will be one year as an official full-time business owner I feel that it's time to re-engage my audience in a way that's different and unique. Also want you guys to understand the future of Facebook groups are always evolving. There is, you know, things going on with the metaverse that might change how we interact and engage with groups. But I will tell you that Facebook strategy, every time they do an update, always, always emphasizes groups and emphasizes community building. So I don't see them going away anytime soon. And I think that no matter where you're at in your stage in your business, a Facebook group could be very powerful for you. And so I want you to think through the pros and cons for yourself. Is a Facebook group right for me? Can I navigate this in this stage of my career and journey? Can I give it the thoughts that it needs? Can I give it the attention that it needs? And I want you to think about your goals from the group. And if your goals are aligned, meaning you want to build community, you'd like to be able to offer exclusive things to a group, then it might be time to go ahead and build out a Facebook group. If you are currently running a Facebook group, I would love for you to send it to me. DM me the link on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to see what group you're running and just see if it's something that I might be interested in. And you guys, when you join the Facebook group, I want you guys to give me topics that you guys want to hear about inside of the Facebook group or here on the podcast. Because every Wednesday, I am dropping gems that I know will benefit and help you grow and build the audience that you truly want on social media. This has been another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. I'm so glad you tuned in and make sure you're back next Wednesday for another gem dropping episode. Have a great week, guys. Sis, that's a wrap on another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. If you've enjoyed all the gems being dropped, don't forget to rate and like the podcast. Share this episode to your stories and tag me at I am Alicia Noel for a chance to be featured. As always, don't forget, His grace is sufficient for you and all your wildest dreams. <laughs>